Welcome back, everybody, to the Hand Up Podcast. My guest today is um, somebody that I've heard a lot of great things about. I'm very excited to talk to her today. Um, and, and really, this is, you know, I talk a lot on this, on this podcast um, about volunteers, right? How much we need them, how much we value them, and how much many of you that are listening to me right now can do this. And it's, you know, it's one of the most it's really one of the biggest blessings in my opinion coming from somebody who's you know been there and done that currently doing it i can tell you right now it's it's amazing and um but don't take it from me take it from my guest melissa robinson who's here today with us she is one of these volunteers and um i want to get into kind of her story and what it's been like for her and uh, I'm very excited to hear all that. So, Melissa, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Appreciate it. Great to yeah. have you here. Um, Happy and, to be here. And just, you know, tell me and tell everybody real quick, um, kind of give us the story of how you, how did you find out about the care center? What brought you here? Okay. You know, I've thought about this. I've thought about it a lot. And I don't, I can't remember the details exactly of how I found out about the care center. I think, I think that we found out about it when we moved to Owens Crossroads. So about five years ago, we moved here. We were downsizing. We moved to a little house. And so, um, where'd you move from? We moved from South Huntsville. Okay. And, um, we, I had like what felt like half a house of things that I wanted to give away and I didn't. And so I was looking for local thrift stores. I'm pretty sure that this is how I found out about it. And so I ended up at the thrift store and I walked around on the inside just to figure out like, what is this place and what is new hope and this little town. And so I uh, met a gentleman who works in the thrift store and I can't remember his name, but he's so kind and I asked about a flyer that was posted on the countertop and it was about some of the Christmas events that the care center does. And so he told me about it and I just started looking on the website and I think that's how I found out about it. That's that's my earliest memory of knowing about the care center. Yeah. Thrift store is, um, that seems to be the calling card around here. Mm -hmm. So you, you find out about it. You, you donate a bunch of stuff to the thrift store and that what what um when was what was the moment that kind of got you into like volunteering here i think it was around christmas when i when i heard about the care center and that was when they were doing the christmas store yeah and i it just sounded so sweet to me and I didn't know anything about the care center as an organization and so they said that they needed volunteers and so I emailed someone and showed up yeah I just showed up at the address that they gave to me I was like what what needs to be done yeah how what was that experience like day one just walking in um I I met Molly Mullinax mm-hmm. and she is so kind and yeah. I think that first day we she just told me about the Christmas store what it is what they do and I think we just 
put prices like stickers on toys and things for the store. And I mostly just asked a ton of questions because yeah, I just, right. I was curious. I wanted to know what is this thing about? Right. What do you do here? Um, and what, I mean, we were, we were even talking about this. I don't even know what the Christmas store is. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Christmas is coming up. It it's, is. It's never too, I mean, what is October, November? Man, we're like, it is really coming up. I, here's the thing. Good Lord. I mean, you walk in any of the stores and they have Christmas stuff up in August. So apparently Christmas is yeah. really soon. That that's a little. I feel like maybe now, like you get October, November, but you you start August is too early for me. It's I don't too know. early. <laughs> it really is. I agree. But um, but yeah. So, yeah, so what what so so we what what is that like? What does all that entail? Yeah. So the Christmas store. Okay. So if you're familiar with the care center, uh, you might know that they have different areas of support for people who live in, in New Hope. Yeah. And, um, some of the neighbors, they apply to be a part of a support program and there's a, there's a process to applying. And if you are approved to participate in this program, one of the things that you, that you get to participate in is something called the Christmas store. And each of the families get a certain amount to come and shop the store, um, for their children. So they get a certain amount per child that they have. And then they come and they have, I mean, there's multiple churches and organizations and individuals that donate. I, I, I mean, I, I am, I'm always overwhelmed in a great way with the things that you find in the Christmas store, because it's all things from, you know, teenage gifts and like Bluetooth earbuds to toys for your one-year-old, you know, brand new blankets and clothing and, um, stocking stuffers and dolls and Barbies and Hot Wheels cars. I mean, just toys galore. And then all of the teenage stuff, makeup and, you know, body products and all the electronics and stuff, all the stuff that teenagers want these days. So, uh, families come, they shop and check out and it's just set up like, like a real store, like a, you know, like you would go and shop at, at Walmart or Target or whatever. And, uh, it's just so, so wonderful. Yeah. And that's, uh, um, I mean, that's a ministry right there in and of itself. Um, it's, yeah. it's just kind of an example of how much, you know, when you do something, when you do something like this, you know, at the care center, you've got to be, um, pretty versatile, you know, mm-hmm. season dependent. And, um, you know, that's kind of as, especially as we move into, and I'm literally, I mean, it's like just hitting me right now that we're getting close to that, that time of the year. Um, I don't really, I don't pay attention to my calendar as well as I should, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that that's really cool. Um, and then I I've heard about the the something a blue Christmas experience too mm-hmm. that you were I guess involved with volunteering with. And I again I know nothing about that. So yeah. tell tell us a little bit about what that's what's that all about? Sure, the blue Christmas event is an event where people can show up with their pain, yeah. and they don't have to just put it behind them. They don't have to put on a face they don't have to pretend like nothing's wrong they can show up just how they are Mm -hmm. the the evening really looks like 
it's very low key. Um, usually at somebody that is uh, somebody local, like maybe a neighbor or somebody one year, it was somebody who worked in the school yeah. will come and share a part of their story that holds hard things. And they're very vulnerable, very honest. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, they will share. And then a gentleman, uh, Bruce, I forget his last name has come the last few years and he just shares a message about the real Christmas story that has to do with a lot of heartache and abandonment and, um, being ostracized Yeah, (laughs) and a lot of really hard things that I just think in our culture, it's been really easy to forget and push to the side. And that's really what the Christmas story is about. And so he shares a message about that. There's a time of music and the lights are low. So it's just the only lights are on the stage and then candles. And so it's just feels very private, very comforting. And during the time that they have music, there are people on the edges of the wall where if there's somebody who's hurting and they just need comfort or they want someone to pray for them or be present with them or weep with them, it's a time for those people to go to those individuals and receive the care that they need. I think that, you know, the time in history that we live right now, we spend a lot of time dulling our pain and not paying attention and giving attention to our hurts. And I I think that it, you know, because of the time in history that we live, we have so many things that can distract us from those pains and hurts. Yeah. I mean, you, we have literally like the most distracting little computer most of us have right in our pockets, you know, that can take us into a whole nother world and away from whatever it is that feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and so I just think, you know, we, the time that we live, we just don't give enough attention to the parts of us that are hurting. And, um, if we don't deal with that pain, those hurts, we don't let them up and out, then we just store them up in our bodies and they can do all sorts of things, wreak all kinds of havoc. Yeah. And, um, the blue Christmas event is an event where people can show up during the holiday season and they don't have to be anywhere that they're not. They can just be exactly where they are in their season of life with whatever things that they're feeling. We could easily wash over the hard things that we experience every day. Yeah. And, um, I think we, we just spend a lot of time numbing or distracting ourselves. We spend a lot of time dismissing our hard things, um, our hurts, our pain, our grief. And I, one of the things that I notice, especially in the world of faith, like in, in, in a, in a culture of like, you know, we live in the Bible belt. And so many people, Uh, identify themselves with Christianity. And so we have kind of an unhealthy habit of spiritually bypassing our pain. Wow. If you're, if you've ever heard that phrase and, and we, 
we do things that are really not helpful. We say things to each other like, I'm really hurting or I'm really sad yeah. and I'm in this grief, but yeah. God is good. Yeah. Wow. But God won't give me more than I can handle, but yeah. it's going to be okay. And that, what that's really doing is just spirit. You're using a spiritual phrase to bypass this pain and skip over it without ever doing anything with it. Wow. Yeah. And so that's, that's the epidemic. I think one of the epidemics that we live in currently is that there's no room for hurt. Yeah. There's no room for grief. Yeah. And, and there should be. Yeah. I think going into the holiday season, there's this even added pressure of putting all the hard things behind you so you can just get through the holiday season. And, uh, when I think about Christmas and why, why most of us celebrate Christmas, it has a whole lot to, more to do with a really hard story yeah. than it does anything to do with a jolly old St. Nicholas and only feeling happy all the time. Talk to somebody right now that's listening to this, and mm-hmm. I, I know there's probably more than one, mm-hmm. as, as do you. But, you know, talk to somebody that um, that's dealing with that, mm. that's that is like, I got something inside of me that mm. is killing me, mm. but I don't know how to let it out. Yeah. Maybe I don't have anywhere to let it out. Yeah. Talk to that person. Oh, gosh, you're hitting right to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say. That if you, if you have a safe person, a person that you can go to where you can be really present and received and seen yeah. and soothed and know that you're safe, I would encourage you to go to that person and say, hey, here's what I'm holding. Here's what I need. I need you to fill in the blank, whatever it might be. I need you to just listen and not try to fix it for me. Yeah. I, I need you to just listen and not and not tell me but things are going to be okay. I need you to just listen and cry with me. I need you to listen and hold my hand. I need you to listen and give me a hug. And if you don't have a person like that in your life, I would really encourage you to find a quiet space and sit with Jesus because yeah. Jesus is available and he is so tender and so caring. He is so kind and he wants to be present with us in our pain. Jesus was a man who was very acquainted with grief. It was very familiar to him. And our grief, our heart, our sadness is never too much for him. He welcomes it. He wants to hold it with us. So for the person that's experiencing something hard, I would beg even, I would beg that they would not continue to hold it in their body, that they would let it up and out in whatever way that they can because we can't heal from something that we haven't let out of our body. We have to let it up and out. I want to thank Melissa for coming on the podcast with me. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I know that I certainly did. 
And one more thing before we bring this to an end, I want to thank everybody and give a huge shout out to everyone who volunteered and participated in this year's I Golf Because I Care Golf Tournament. Um, by the time you're listening to this, we have already put that tournament on and it was awesome. We had a ton of teams. Um, it was just, it was a great day. It was a great time. I was there myself personally. I played and uh, I had a great time. Um, hopefully the rest of you guys did too. And looking forward to hopefully being able to share some numbers, statistics with you guys um, on the next episode. I know that this was just really an awesome event for us here at the Care Center. We loved putting it on. And um, I just want to really give a big shout out and a big thank you to all the people that volunteered at that event, that volunteer with us on a regular basis. Um, you guys are the heartbeat of this place and our mission partners as well. We are, the words can't even describe how thankful we are for you and your support. We wouldn't be here without it. I say it, you know, every time and I mean it um, as much right now as I did the time before and the time before that. So we are just super thankful for everything that you guys do. We appreciate your support and we are looking forward to what the future holds. So that's it for today. And I will see you on the next episode of the Hand Up Podcast.